Welcome to Just Us, Just God, Moments of Grace, about the people, places, and events that shape our lives from a Christian perspective. I'm your host, Denise White. I'm delighted to be with you. Let's get ready to experience Moments of Grace. This is Just Us, Just God, Moments of Grace. Welcome again. This is Denise White, your host. Hannah Whittall Smith once said, the soul that gives thanks can find comfort in everything. The soul that complains finds comfort in nothing. I'm going to do something a little different this for this segment. I'm going to share with you some stories that were posted on Good News Network That's goodnewsnetwork.org. In this season where we're focused on the pandemic, the death toll, how many cases um, have been reported across the globe, what responses our federal government and other governments are doing, what's happening to the healthcare workers, the first responders, how are we all handling and dealing this dealing with this crisis. I thought I would share with you some stories, some stories that I hope will inspire and motivate you, and some stories that I also hope will bring you light and help you focus on those things that make you smile. We begin with a story that comes out of New Jersey. It is a story that was posted and has been shared and has actually is going across social media in a very special way. A New Jersey man is winning the hearts across social media after he was photographed using a cardboard sign to express his gratitude to local hospital workers last week. And this was posted March 30th. The man who was not identified was pictured holding up a handwritten sign to the glass windows of the emergency room department at Morristown Medical Center as he held his other hand to his heart. The sign read, thank you all in the emergency for saving my wife's life. I love you all. Karen Satora, Senior Public Relations Manager at Morristown Medical Center later told the Daily Record, we don't know who the man is. We don't know who his wife is. The nurses happened to be there and took his picture. What a beautiful, they said, she said, excuse me, what's beautiful is that that's all we know. A woman named Shay shared the photo on Facebook after her sister-in-law, Paige, who works as a nurse at the hospital, caught sight of the man at work. She sent me the picture the other day, and I feel like it needs to be seen as much as possible, wrote Shay. I don't know how to make a photo go viral, but I think this one is worth sharing. So please share away. She ends by saying, and thank you, Paige and all of the nurses and doctors for your hard work and dedication, especially during this scary time. 
just as Shay had hoped, social media users have since shared the photo more than 61,000 times. Not only that, the photo raised awareness for a GoFundMe campaign to raise money for the New Jersey hospital that's desperately in need of protective medical gear. In just a matter of days, the campaign raised more than $12,000. An unidentified man expressing his gratitude, his heartfelt appreciation for the work of the nurses and the doctors and others in that emergency room at that hospital at Morristown Medical Center, his picture, handwritten, posted, going around the globe almost 61,000 times. You know it had to have been seen, seen not only in the United States, but elsewhere. A man expressing his deep appreciation for the hard work that the men and women, all of whom across these United States and beyond are doing every single day since this crisis started. They're working in unimaginable conditions because this has never been experienced by them in their lifetimes, nevertheless ours. But here it is. He said, thank you. And so the nurses snapped the photo and it went from there. And they're getting what they need. They're getting a message of gratitude and also some much needed equipment. I think that is just absolutely amazing. But I have another story to share with you. This one comes from Australia. A 62-year-old Australian cafe owner has been affectionately nicknamed Generous Pete after he spent his afternoon handing out $100 bills to people left unemployed by the COVID-19 shutdowns. Despite how Pete Dermis has been forced to close his restaurant in Melbourne amidst the outbreak, he felt inspired to share his financial fortune with his community last week after watching a particularly emotional news segment about the lines of people queuing up outside of social services offices across the city. Rather than twiddle his thumbs at home, Darmus rushed to the bank, withdrew $10,000 in cash, and handed out each of the $100 notes to the people standing in line at the nearby Central Link location in Box Hill. I started at the back of the queue and then basically handed everyone a $100 note, he told Seven News. There were tears and disbelief. $100 is not a lot of money, but five, four bags of food meant a lot to these people. He later told reporters that although he had initially wanted to keep his identity anonymous, he now hopes that the good news of his good deed will inspire others to show some compassion to their neighbors during this turbulent time. 
another message for us. That someone who gave of themselves, gave away their money to help others less fortunate. Now, I know that these two stories are just the tip of the iceberg, but it indicates that even in the midst of tragic situations like these, and we've seen reports on YouTube of people having musical concerts on their balconies or or applauding uh, healthcare workers or showing movies or doing other things. It's just our way of saying we're in this together and we will get through this. No matter how dark or bleak it is, there are good people out there willing to sacrifice and willing to show their appreciation, their compassion, their gratitude for the work of others and for those who are suffering just like they. Here's another story I want to share with you. And this comes from Maryland, Maryland. Jim Craft had a big week. Two sophomores from Montgomery Blair High School in Silver Spring, Maryland, had devised a way for Maryland's to get together and protect their grandparents and loved ones who have health conditions by delivering the groceries and necessary supplies they need. Kraft is a retired grandfather who has been sheltered at home during the crisis, unable to shop for himself. Mr. Kraft is also raising his grandchild who is severely handicapped. These two boys, Matthew and Davu, showed up at his door with a bag full of groceries. In this service project, the teens had volunteered while maintaining social distance and wearing gloves and showing care about shopping and delivering food to those who couldn't get out. They wiped down the bags they were delivering. They offered curbside pickup. The bags of goods are left at the door. Money is exchanged in the same way. It has gone from an extremely casual to an extremely operational effort very quickly, Matthew said. This is one of those times I will remember that people are willing to look out for one another and have each other's back. The idea came about when the two teens shot for their elderly grandparents and then for their neighbors. And the word quickly went through the neighborhoods. They started to distribute flyers to the surrounding areas and then started a recruitment campaign from other schools, both private and public in the Maryland and the DC area. They now have college students who are also delivering groceries to elderly individuals and vulnerable ones in the community. Mr. Kraft said, this is extremely helpful. It is truly amazing that teenagers would spend their time helping one of the most vulnerable populations. I'm grateful for their help and hope that other children will join them in this effort. And that is happening. 
you have a story of a man holding up a sign saying thank you for saving his his wife's life. You have a man who had to shut down his restaurant, but then went and got money out of his bank account to give money to those who were in social services line who had lost their jobs. And that $100 would go towards perhaps buying a meal or two, or maybe even three for those families that have been impacted. And then you have these two teenage boys who started a movement within their community to help out the elderly and those who were unable to move as quickly as they were to deliver groceries to them. It is this type of of compassionate giving that makes us feel hopeful about the future. That although things are rough right now, that there may be some darkness, we will get through this. And we can get through it because of the example of these individuals. I want to leave you with one more story. This is about a 15-year-old girl in the California area who decided that something needed to be done for some very vulnerable people in the LA area. Shavita Shaw has rallied her fellow Honor Society students into helping her give away more than 250 low-cost sanitation kits to the homeless shelters around the Los Angeles area. The student already has a very impressive track record for charity work, but she said she was inspired to pursue this labor of love after hearing the governor, Governor Gavin Newsom, uh, on a recent his recent remarks about addressing the state's homeless crisis. She told CNN, they don't have the necessities right now that are crucial to remain clean and stay germ-free. It's important for people to step in and do whatever they can, even if it helps just one person. Each of the kits that she has put together contains hand sanitizers, lotion, antibacterial soap, and handmade reusable face masks to help the homeless people stay safe during this pandemic. She has launched a GoFundMe campaign to raise additional funds for expansion of her initiative outside of Los Angeles. So far, the page has raised more than $13,000 in nine days. All of the stories that I reported, as I mentioned, you can go to the website where I saw these and Holy Spirit has sent me to this today because I felt like I needed to see and hear some good news that's coming out of all of this. And there is good news. There is information about other corporations who are banding together to put together the uh, PPEs and that's fantastic. There are uh, signs that in some pocket areas of the country, the number of reported cases might be slowing down. Absolutely fantastic. And we're praising God about that. But we also need to hear stories like this, that the people who are taking the time to sow 
together face masks or trying to raise money to increase the awareness about the campaigns that are going on, to say that we're in this, that want to help out, that are doing food distributions, that are helping the students uh, who are doing distant learnings, who are using Zoom in a productive way, who are just trying to encourage and inspire us all. I wanted to share something different. I didn't want to continue to listen to all of the news about how horrible it's going to be when I know that we serve a God of light and love. And through him and through efforts like those that I mentioned today, that those efforts will continue to spill out and will continue to give each of us hope in this very troubling time. You can find these and other stories, as I mentioned, on Good News Network. Dot org. That's goodnewsnetwork.org. I sincerely hope that these stories that I'm sharing with you will make you pause and remember that the soul that gives can find comfort in everything. The soul that gives can find comfort in everything. The soul that complains can find comfort in nothing. Remember those words as you continue to move through this time in grace and with knowledge and in faith that our God will be there. He will not leave us. He will not forsake us. This has been Just Us, Just God, Moments of Grace. Have a very pleasant evening and stay safe. Be well.